Welcome into Outkick the Show. I appreciate all of you. Hope you are having fantastic Wednesdays wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. We are continuing to uh, break out more gear, new gear. This is a brand new shirt. Vote Travis Whitlock Outkick. Uh, You can find this shirt, the Corona Bro t-shirts, many other shows. Uh, shirts that are out there uh, and I'd encourage you to do so at OutKick. I would also encourage you uh, to go sign up for OutKick VIP and you will be glad that you did. You will be well on your way to getting hooked up with the OutKick VIP uh, message board, the ability to post on our articles, uh, the ability to get an autographed copy of my book, an OutKick VIP phone line, and an OutKick VIP message board again Thousands of you are doing it. We just had to order thousands of new books. Get smart now and go subscribe to the OutKick VIP. All right, Uh, I got a lot to get to uh, right off the top here. Uh, But I want to start with what I believe is a fundamental failure of the sports media when it comes to the Big Ten in particular and their cancellation policy. Okay, I just want you to follow me along on this logic. The Big Ten is opening up their campuses. They are allowing college kids to go to class, to live in dorms, to go to libraries, to eat in cafeterias all over their campuses. That is tens of thousands of students. They are also allowing college athletes to continue to train in their fall sports for 20 hours per day. What logic is there to cancel fall sports when you are doing all of that? If it is safe enough to go to a classroom or live in a dorm or go to a college cafeteria then it is safe enough to play games. Basically all the Big Ten did was stop games from actually taking place And there's no basis in reality upon which that makes sense. And look, I'm not diving into uh, the specific health-related concerns, all of them, but myocardia, the the heart-related issue, right? That all the corona bros in the sports media suddenly started to cite. The risk is the same unless you only think that viral outcome can emerge from football games. Okay? It's nonsensical. All of the arguments made in favor of canceling the Big Ten and the Pac-12 don't make sense if there are students on campus at all. Either it is healthy enough and safe enough for college kids to be on campus which by the way it is or it's not. If it's healthy and safe enough for college kids to be on campus then there is no way whatsoever to be able to justify stopping sports from taking place. Again, this is the basic elemental logic. There is none being applied here and the media that is supposed to be calling people in positions of prominence on stories like these is absolutely failing There's no way to justify this in any way imaginable whatsoever. So look, uh, I feel bad for Big Ten fans. 
I feel bad for Pac-12 fans. I think a lot of them are watching right now. A lot of them are listening. And I understand how frustrated you are with the decisions that your leaders are making. They are utterly nonsensical. They aren't supported by any factual detail. They aren't even supported logically by the arguments that are being trotted out there and people should be able to call this into question. Again, on the myocarditis, okay? There's nothing that they're doing that is safer than what the Big 12, the SEC, or the, uh, or the, or the ACC are doing unless you think that people are only getting this illness from playing football. Here's another part. The liability arguments make no sense. Okay, let me explain why. If you're opening up college campuses, you are theoretically opening up your liability to tens of thousands of people. Moreover, right now we don't typically allow causes of action to be filed and or to win lawsuits over infections unless it's somebody intentionally infecting someone else, right? Uh, HIV, there's a lot of precedents out there. You can't be held responsible for something if you don't necessarily know you have it and also it's incredibly difficult to determine where somebody actually gets sick. This is absurd, okay? Just because you get the coronavirus doesn't mean you can track it to one particular location. It's very, very unlikely that a player would get the coronavirus in the middle of a game. Remember, the Big Ten is already allowing players to go to class on campus, to go to the cafeteria, to live in dorms. This doesn't make sense from a liability perspective either. Every argument the Big Ten made doesn't actually make any sense at all when you unpack it and apply basic logic to the arguments that they have made. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Okay? Just think about it and use your rational faculties. The fact that people aren't pointing out all of the glaring and readily apparent flaws that exist in the logic from the Big Ten and in the Pac-12 is really a failure once more of the sports media. Now, flip side to that. Props to the ACC, to the SEC, and to the Big 12 for staying strong and not relenting in the face of stupidity from the Big 10, from the Pac-12, and from their allies in the Corona Bro media. Because... The data is on the side of the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12. I want to say, tomorrow morning in the first hour of our program, we've already taped it with him, we will have the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, on the program. Big deal. He has become the second senator in uh, the Big 12, SEC, ACC region, sorry, second governor, to endorse that he believes college football should be played. He said Texas is ready for college football and that he supports uh, the we want to play hashtag from the players. In fact, the state of Texas, as we talk about in our interview, is working on figuring out how many fans will be present for Texas Longhorn, TCU Horn Frog, Texas Tech Red Raider, and also for the University of Texas Longhorns as well as Texas A&M and the Aggies 
how many fans are going to be present for those five major college football games uh, teams as well as the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans. Texas is not only going to play college football and the NFL and high school football they are going to have fans present for those games. So this is a major decision. I have been fighting as hard as I possibly can. On Monday I had the governor of Florida Ron DeSantis on my radio program and he endorsed Miami, Florida State and Florida playing college football this year. On Tuesday I had the President of the United States on my radio show and he endorsed the idea that all college football teams should play. Today I taped with the Governor of Texas tomorrow morning he will be on and he is going to endorse the idea that college football needs to happen. There is no one out there in the public arena certainly not in the sports media that has been fighting harder for you guys and for college football than me. I want it to happen whether you're a Democrat whether you are a Republican whatever your political allegiances are college football should be played this fall. Spring is not a viable option. I am fighting for all of you and I think I really do that we're going to win this battle now. I think the SEC the Big 12 and the, uh, the ACC are going to be able to start this fall college football. It's going to happen. That's how optimistic I am right now. Props to Greg Sankey Bob Bowlesby John Swafford everybody who's the commissioners of those conferences for fighting strong and not relenting in the face of idiocy from the Big 10 and the Pac-12 who were trying to bully the rest of college football to shut down. I not only think those three conferences should play I think there should still be a college football playoff and if the Big 10 and the Pac-12 don't want to play guess what? You're not in the mix to win the championship this year. That's your choice by your university presidents and your idiot conference commissioners Kevin Warren and, uh, and uh, Pac-12's Larry Scott. I'm sorry those are the rules you eliminated yourself because of your poor leadership choices. Again, I feel bad for individual Big Ten fans. I went and ordered a Nebraska Cornhusker shirt because I respect Scott Frost the governor of Nebraska the state of Nebraska everybody out there who wants to play college football. I respect Iowa. Let me talk to you about Iowa for a second. In Iowa right now if you want to consider the absurdity of the Big Ten's decision Iowa State is able to play 11 football games Iowa State the Cyclones in the Big 12 the Hawkeyes in the Big 10 are not allowed to play. High school football is happening high school baseball in Iowa happened with almost 30,000 fans present. I know we got a bunch of people who listen in Iowa. We got a bunch of people who listen in every state and watch in every state. And I got to tell you imagine living in Iowa right now the Big 12 is rightly saying hey Iowa State you can play your entire season Iowa is not playing and remember the Big Ten fired the first shot here because they canceled the Iowa-Iowa State rivalry game. They said you aren't able to actually play that game. 
And now the Big Ten players and the Big Ten fans in Iowa are sitting around and saying, wait a minute, why in the world are we not allowed to play when Iowa State is allowed to play? It's because leadership matters. Facts matter. Being reasonable matters. And there is no way imaginable to defend the decision of the Big Ten compared to the Big 12. I give props to the Big 12, to the ACC, and to the SEC for staying strong and dunking all over the stupidity of the Big Ten and the Pac-12 who tried to take their ball and go home. Coronavirus update. Cases are going down. Cases are going down and they are going down in a hurry. All over the South we have peaked and the cases are receding rapidly. That's strong evidence of why we should wait until around Labor Day to actually make a a decision about whether to play. Because I think by Labor Day we're going to be sitting in a place where there are substantially fewer cases in this country but in the meantime we have to deal with what's likely to be an outbreak on college campuses this fall when kids come back into school. So that is the latest on the coronavirus. Look at the numbers for yourself. Don't allow the mainstream media to terrify you as I have been saying for months. A couple of other things. How about CNN? We told CNN when they asked to use our audio from the Donald Trump interview which aired yesterday live on my radio program. We said to CNN you can use any part of this interview with Donald Trump. The only thing we ask of you is credit Clay Travis and outkick the coverage. That's the name of the radio show. That is Uh, That is me who's the host. That's easy. We're giving you our content to use as you see fit. All you have to do is put my name and the show that had the interview as a citation for purposes of your use. Do you know what CNN did? They played my audio, my voice on CNN. They then used a transcript of my questions and they wrote host instead of my name alongside of Donald Trump. They then cited Fox Radio which does not exist. Fox Sports Radio exists and so does Fox News Radio but there is no Fox Radio. So Don Lemon in his segment argued that Donald Trump was racist because he said Michael Jordan was a better basketball player than LeBron James he then said nothing about my name despite using my audio he said nothing about our radio show despite using our radio show and he called me a host and then he had the audacity and stupidity to actually make the decision to have the wrong network cited. CNN is still so incredibly triggered over everything from several years ago when I said I believed in two things completely the First Amendment and boobs and guess what? I'm still not wrong. I'm still right for what I said there. ESPN also refused to credit me. One of the things that I love about the success in OutKick as we build a $100 million plus 
media company and we continue to have wild success after wild success is I love watching triggered losers who are offended by my success try as hard as they can to run from it even when they have to write a thousand words about it as ESPN had to do even when they're running excerpts all day as CNN did all of them are terrified of what we are building at OutKick of the fact that we dunk on them every single day all balls to the face right up on them. Those businesses are collapsing. Guess who ain't collapsing? These guys Travis and Whitlock 20. I am telling you we are on an absolute roll the likes of which I have never seen before. Uh, Here's a question. Speaking of collapse I think there is a big lawsuit to be had against the Big Ten and the Pac-12 networks because both networks are obligated contractually to put on live sporting events and they have voluntarily chosen not to despite the fact that there is ample evidence that the universities themselves are remaining open. I would encourage someone out there to file a class action lawsuit on behalf of everyone who pays for the Big Ten Network and the Pac-12 Network to demand refunds over their failure to supply live games as they are contractually obligated to do. It is a lawsuit I believe that would win and there are tens of millions of people being built out of potentially a billion dollars or more over the course of the next potential year in overall earnings that they could go after that could be a heck of a lawsuit. Maybe I need to go ahead and retain a plaintiff's firm to do it myself. I'm so busy. I've got so many different things going on in the world of business. I'm not sure that I have the time to do it myself even though I am when I put my lawyer hat on a lawyer. Uh, Finally, the NBA is puncturing their bubble after the first round. They are going to allow family members and close friends into the bubble meaning there are about to be a lot of dudes trying to become close friends with a bunch of good-looking side chicks. A bunch of good-looking Instagram models are about to become the best friends that NBA players have ever seen if they are one of the eight final teams remaining in the NBA. That will actually be funny to see. It'll be even funnier if the NBA bubble ends up getting punctured by these side chicks. That would be amazing to see after all the media praising Adam Silver for how smart he's been and how much of a genius he's been in leading the NBA business right off a cliff. That would be unbelievable to see. Uh, All right, I love all of you. We got a loaded show tomorrow. Uh, We're going to be talking with, like I said, the Texas Governor Greg Abbott. Uh, I will be on Lock It In for 30 minutes here in a few minutes. I appreciate all of you. We're also doing a new Wins and Losses podcast. I am recording it this afternoon with Will Kane that I think you guys will enjoy. Will Kane was formerly at ESPN. He has now, of course, moved on to Fox News and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. All right. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP, props to the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12. Shame on the Big 10 and the Pac-12. The Pac-12 wouldn't even make their own decision, by the way. 
they were like the little brother of the Big Ten. They weren't even willing to step out and do their own, make their own choices beforehand. It's absolutely pathetic. I love all of you. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. Kisses. I'll see you guys on television in a little bit. I'll see you guys on the podcast and the radio show tomorrow. Thank you for supporting OutKick and making this, once again, the best month in the history of our company. See you guys. Bye. Love you. Thank you, Facebook. See ya.